Welcome back to Cool Club's headquarters here in Scottsdale. We're back with Tom Olsavsky and uh, Mark Tim. Sorry, I was caught up on your name there. Um, uh, with Big Cobra Golf again, we're going to go back into Aerojet. This time we're going to touch on the fairways and the hybrids, and then we're going to also take a look at your Forge Tech hybrid. Mm, exactly. Where do you want to start? Well, you know, a lot of the carryover really is the, the family structure is the same in terms of the fairways having three heads with the drivers. Um, there's not an aerodynamic story in the fairways and hybrids, unfortunately, because they're all small faces. Yeah, right. So you don't have to worry about aerodynamics. But As we, much, anyway. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's the one thing we started playing with because Bryson has a three-wood right. that he plays. His three-wood is 10 degrees. Oh, man. So we did some testing because our friends at the USGA were proposing a bunch of things about drivers and whatnot. We said, you know, everybody keeps saying, well, make it a small head and it'll be better. And I said... I don't know about that. I think if you make a small head, it's going to be faster because it's less right, right, right. less drag, right? And it's really the drag equations are really frontal area is huge. Right. More frontal area is a big function of yeah, how much drag you're going to have. A brick down the road, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Flat yeah. surface is not the good thing. It's a Mack truck versus a Tesla or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So no aero story in the Aerojet fairways and hybrids. Um, but back to the Bryson test, we we did this test with this. We did, built a 10-degree three-wood right. at driver length, and we tested versus a 10-degree driver at driver yeah. length. And the club speed was faster with the three-wood head. That makes sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Way smaller face. Exactly. Yeah. Now, it is harder to hit. I'll give you oh, that yeah. <laughs> off the tee. Um, but it was a faster swing speed for sure. Yeah. Um, so oh, no, How much, out of curiosity? I mean, it, was uh, it, was a, it was a couple like miles a mile, an hour. mile and a half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, with a 100-mile-an-hour swinger. Oh, even at uh, yeah. Bryson speed? Yeah. Even at 100 miles an hour? Yeah, I mean, we, we yeah. did it with our, our regular guys, not not him. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, that's that's the one thing. Is, and I probably led that off the wrong way, but it, we don't have the aerojet with aerodynamics in the fairways and hybrids. But we have everything else. We have the power bridge, our shell hot face, um, sort of the three uh, different setups in terms of the structures. Uh, we also have movable weights in two of the three. Uh, so, we're really excited about those. And I, I think it's interesting because... You know, you say, well, you, if you just put the same thing in the driver in the fairway, isn't it an easy design project? Says no, because one's titanium, one's steel. Yeah. They, they weld differently. They flex differently. They sound differently. Weigh different amounts. They weigh different amounts. You know, the weight part, if you think about CAD these days with us, right. yeah. the easiest thing for us to do is adjust weights. Yeah. Because the CAD guy just tweak a little bit here or there. The challenge is the structure, the sound. The feel sounds a big one too. Yeah, and how you put the baffles and where they sit in there it makes a huge difference. Right. Yeah, it's a whole different science, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a deep science, and we have a supercomputer we bought about five years ago. We've been using for all that kind of stuff. And the fun thing about the supercomputer is the the old FEA analysis files used to take like four to five hours to do a, a structural right. analysis. Now it takes twelve minutes. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so we could do a lot more studies in a much shorter amount of time. So uh, hopefully that you know it gets us to a final product sooner. But the hard part of these things honestly mark is always welding and manufacturing and yeah. polishing and stuff like that that you got to go and figure out how are you going to put it together you know because you got yeah. a great face you got a great body but if you don't weld them right you got a bad head so the challenge of the the power bridge structure was the same that we saw with the drivers is we want to keep the weight low and forward we want to have a, a flexible structure but if you remember a lot of our clubs had the baffler technologies in the fairways and hybrids yeah, two right. rails along the bottom so that's kind of hard to weld that PowerShell face into something with rails. Yeah. And we early on. A round surface or a flat surface. Or, right, or, yeah. You know, it bumps up and down. That's difficult. Yeah. Now, we could have yeah. done it and you go machine it, but it just it would be, it yeah. would be very expensive. So uh, that was the one thing we decided a long time ago is, hey, we, we see performance benefits with these structures. Let's go use them in the best way possible. And if we have to 
move on from the rails for a little bit, we'll do that. Um, so that's the main difference you'll see. It doesn't from, sound like you're giving up on that idea forever. Well, you know, one of the things is we know that rails are good for people who are typically steep and hit the behind the ball. Right. And how many golfers hit behind the ball with their fairway or the hybrid? Especially a with the lot. fairway, which <laughs> just trying to hang back and get it going in the air. Yeah. yeah. And, and even to the point of Ricky still likes rails because him and Butch have been working on this for years. Like, you better be steep with that five wood, mm. right? Yeah. If, you're, if you're trying to pick it, you don't have a good shot. Go be aggressive with that shot, right? So steep, down through the ball. The rails actually help you quite a bit with that. So one of the things we did, though, to kind of keep some of that playability is we put a little bit of a ski toe on the front of the sole. Uh, and you could design fairway woods a number of different ways. You can design with a really tight radius up there. Um, and that theory is, oh, keep it below the ball and all this kind of stuff. And it actually looks a little bit like it's easier to hit. Some people have done that over the years. You can make a very blunt edge, you know, and you've seen guys where that functions a lot like a rail system, where it's blunt. It's almost like a wedge bounce, too, well, for the same thing. What we're talking thing. about this, this here, right? Uh, actually, actually rolling this more? This way. That, so oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah, put a little ski way. there. Right, right, okay. Just a little ski surface, about 10-degree angle lead in there so that it performs a lot like a rail would perform in terms of right. not getting you a tight edge that's cutting in and digging. Because yep. yeah, you want a little bit of bounce. Um, and you don't want bounce in the back because it makes the head sit close. So you got to put... Right. That's a big issue with exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we call it a ski, ski leading edge. Uh, and that helped us solve a lot of the problems that we, we thought we might have. Um, so... At that point, then, it's all how do you weld the thing together? How do you put the uh, – how do you cast the power bridge? Uh, the power bridge in the fairway is about 39 grams of steel. Oh, that's a fair amount. Yeah, it's yeah, good. It's... Uh, the drivers, it's about 13. Got just tie. Right. Yeah. These are 39. It's over like yeah. 10% of the head weight. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I not, not quite 10. I mean, uh, the head's 200 grams. Right, yeah. So it's yeah. 20%. I said, yeah. that's what I said. Well yeah. over 10% yeah, of, yeah, the, yeah, of yeah. the head weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we, we build that in, and then – weld the structure so the whole goal like we talked about with the, with some of the driver stuff is more flexibility right. more flexibility low on the face more flexibility in the sole and all going to give you more speed so that that whole goal is also keeping the weight low and forward and we all have learned over the years you know a lot of times we talked about fairway woods hey let's put the weight way in the back at some point you can get too far back right. but the best performance you can get is really actually you got plenty of lofts on a fairway wood typically yeah low and forward actually helps get the ball pretty quick and you reduce spin. So that's really the recipe. Well, definitely drop spin down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we've also seen sort of a, another trend that goes along with the driver trend um, of hitting it far is that many times you see a lot of the fitters will talk about, hey, I want this player to hit the ball as far as possible off the ground. The, the right. three wood is yeah, their longest that's... club off the ground. So you're not holding anything with it. Right. You're just trying to hit it hard up the fairway. Yeah. And you know what? It, it, that's a that's a good point, actually. And that's something I, I bring up a lot with, you know, you got seniors and ladies and they, even myself and stuff, you know, that, that can't hit, reach a lot of these bar fours. You know, most, one of the most important clubs in the bag is the one they hit the furthest off the fairway. Yeah. Because they're hitting that all the time. You know, every bar four that's longer, they're hitting it off the fairway. We try to get as close to the green as possible. Right. And it's the hardest club to fit as well. Obviously, the longest club you can hit with a fairway. So it's yeah. a, and it's in that the longest no club with the shortest tee and right, no tee. Yeah, yeah no tee, no man's right. land. You're not so, trying to trap it too but that's hard. that's a really important club. And, and I get uh, seniors and ladies and stuff all the time. They want a driver fitting to gain five yards. And, you know, if they get five yards on a driver and five yards on a fairway wood, mm -hmm. you know, that's 10 yards close to the green. Yeah, yeah. So, so that club's important. And for some of those players, they probably hit three wood every par four. Right, exactly. Yeah. So they'll hit it, you know, a dozen and some times three. Right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And maybe yeah. twice on a par five. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the whole trend in fairway design the last four or five years has been we're okay with a little less spin. We're not holding greens with three woods. If you really want a shot to hold a green, it's either five wood, seven wood, or hybrid. 
because those are designed with plenty of well, life. Even tour players are going to four woods a lot or, or high launching fairy woods. Seven woods. They hit them too far. Seven woods. Yeah. 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 DJ had a seven <laughs> wood in the bag, I think. And I'd, I'd play with a seven wood. I, I get it. If you've got a specific hole and you just want it up and you want the forgiveness of a fairway wood head. Right. Launches higher than a, than a, than a hybrid does off the bat. Yeah, so. I think fairways are making a bit of a comeback too, to some extent. Because basically, you know, equivalent distance, you know, you've got three hybrid at 19 yeah. degrees. You know, that goes about as far as a seven wood at 21 degrees. And the seven wood goes higher. It holds greens better. Right. It's a laser hits longer, uh, which is your downside. Right. But as far as getting in the air, it's easier. Yeah. So. That's really all I basically on the fitting is if someone's a better wood player, you know, they strike a wood and don't even think yeah, about nothing it. nothing wrong with sevens and nine just throw a seven in over a hybrid and it's easy. Well, I found also it's a lot dependent because the shafts are different. Yeah. One's an iron shaft with a 370 right. tip. One's Tend a metal to be shaft. go lower. They, could, they definitely yep. play different. Yep. Um, many years ago, one company that uh, Craig and I worked at, when they first launched hybrids, they offered them both metalwood and iron shafts, which was kind of interesting because there were tour players playing some with metalwood shafts, some with iron shafts. Yeah. Depends on what you wanted to do with it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but they play very differently. Um, yeah, so you don't see it very often anymore, but the, for when hybrids first came out, there was a lot of people that didn't steal shafts on the hybrids. Yeah, right. So yeah. That's right. <laughs> and it's just kind of gone away now, but exactly. Yeah. Um, the other thing we talked about a little bit is uh, – that PowerShell face is now in all the fairway woods. We Again, we, that was a technology we've used in our irons for over five years. Right. And it was something that, that we were dying to get it into the metal woods because we felt like it, there's performance there. And so that speed is definitely beneficial, especially since fairway woods often, the miss is low. Um, you know, and the miss is low, you still want more speed no matter what. Because yeah. as we talked, if you can just roll it farther up the fairway, that's still better than what you had in the old days. So, yeah, now on the, on, so on the uh, LS, you've got two weights, right? back exactly um and they are stock they come was it three and 12 and 12 mm -hmm. okay so you're moving a fair amount it's nine to grams you're moving back and forth basically right yeah and the, the idea get that, i think you're moving 12 grams but if you got three on one side <laughs> actually nine is the difference of moves. you're good at math <laughs> once upon a time uh, the nice thing about that design too is if you remember some of those uh in the past it's a very shallow uh, structure of curvature on the sole yeah. So the problem some of the old designs had was if you put weights heel and toe very far, they start getting too high. Mm. Right. If you look at these, they're still very low. Yeah, they're, they're definitely in the structure. Yeah, you know, they're definitely going to see them on the yeah. top line and stuff. They're they're back and they're down, yeah. so they're not really affecting the turfing direction at all. Yeah. And we're not sacrificing any CG going up by having movable weights farther apart where they actually you know are noticeable. Right. Yeah. And, um, and then the next one I guess is the your standard one. Which has just the weight in the back. Exactly. Yeah. So that's your deepest center of gravity, most forgiving, easy. Well, the max actually is the deepest. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is even bigger. Yeah. So you've got basically three sizes and three different right. ones, right? And then we do the same thing as we did with the drivers on the bridge, where the bridge structures are slightly different depending on which model. Does right. CC change through the models? Uh, a little bit. It's actually interesting because the LS one is a little taller face. Right. And so they're all about 170 cc's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. give or take a couple. Oh, so, I got you. So basically, just flatten it out, basically. Yeah. So, but visually, the LS will look a little smaller. Right, but volume-wise, they're all the same. Yeah. I wish people would throw out volume on metal woods because it doesn't. The volume doesn't matter. It's what's the address area. Yeah, yeah a little footprint. That's what matters because you could mess around with face heights all day and make one look bigger than the other. Yeah. Um, so they're yeah, all about the same. Doesn't have anything to do with the bottom too, and it could be carved out or whatever. Exactly. Um, so again, max will be our most forgiving. Again, we added some more draw. That's about five, six yards more draw than the last max on the fairway. We don't get people have quite the same push on fairways to fix the slice like the driver. Um, but it's still there because we know that still a, exists. That's a for good sure. market. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially when you get people down, like right. coming so you over. Say you got five more it. yards of draw in the fairway wood, so right. you know, you're going from what was five now to ten or fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was probably, probably like, more. It's probably like three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then uh, hybrids. So the Aerojet hybrid. You got a couple there. Is a bonded. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the one. standard Aerojet is bonded. Uh, this has PowerShell as well. We've had PowerShell in the tech hybrid. This is the first time bringing it into the main line. Um, we sh reshaped this one a little bit, trying to get the, a little bit more of that iron setup up front. When you when you see people now, you talk to some players about hybrids, they definitely want it a little bit more square of a face. So yeah, we tried to square shut. that up. Yeah. And what do you oh. do, pull the leading edge back a little for that? Yeah, actually, it's really some of the radii. Like, if you look low heel, low toe, you're trying to straighten out that leading edge so yeah. it's not as rounded. Yeah. Um, and again, trade-offs, right? And if you look at the market, I've, I joke with the guys in the office sometimes. I said, if you look at any given feature, I draw the pie chart, and it's a, a peace sign, right, or a Mercedes sign. It's right, like, right. Most golf preferences are a third, a third, a third. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love it, you hate it, not a big deal. And so which bucket are you in on the shape of the face, the shape right. of the head? You know, we, we know which golfers. Which ones are the important ones? Exactly, yeah. Right. And, and some people are very particular about shape and look. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. And some people don't really care. I yeah. used to be super particular. Like right now I should a shoebox with like five yards <laughs> further. So um, that's kind of going out the window at some point in time. What's your, what's your story with Aerojet in terms of um, – I feel like you've got to pick a lane when you're designing a hybrid nowadays, right? Like are you trying to hit the longest hybrid or are you trying to get one that sticks on a green? Well, one of the things that we uh, we learned is we used to have our MyFly sleeve in those for a while. Right. right. And so when you had the MyFly, it was great because you could be in the middle of the road and you adjust the lofts and all that kind of stuff. And eventually we decided to take it out for a number of reasons. One of them is people weren't using it very often uh, and we weren't really getting credit for it and some other things like that. And when we did that, we actually took it out and just left the loft the same. And it was interesting because I think that was maybe the speed zone iron that we brought out back then when we did that. And I, I can't quite remember that. But when we took it out, it was actually six yards short of the iron. Oh, <laughs> the four really? hybrid became really? shorter that because you couldn't make it stronger. And irons have gotten stronger. Yes, yes. yes that's and right. so that was the trade-off. Oh, okay, what's the goal? We're like, oh, gee, it can't be that short because usually we do combo sets. You know, and so if you did a combo set and you stopped at the five and you put a, a four hybrid in there and it was only five yards longer than the five hybrid, people would say, what the heck is wrong with your hybrid? You know, but in reality, it was that was where the it, it loss really set really, up. Yeah. And we didn't quite catch that until we got too far down the road. Um, so we said, well, let's make them a little stronger. And, and what we've done at Cobra, we feel like distance is really important to people, even though they say they love feel in their irons and feel in their clubs is a lot of people still buy distance. And I would say. That's probably new, not as much of a prevalence as people you get at cool clubs, but it's probably most of the mass market people, you know, that, that really just give me something that goes farther. Yeah. Because if you give me the technology goes farther, I, my swing sucks anyway, but the club oh, goes farther. I'm further down there. Yeah. There is a correlation between yeah. distance and yeah. playing better, right? So. so we've really been on the kick of, with our game improvement irons, our game improvement hybrids. They got to be competitive. You know, if we're in a battle with some of the big companies that are in front of us and you're on the range and you're comparing three clubs. We, we got to be competitive. If we're not competitive, if we're three yards short, you lose all day. Yeah. You can tell them all you want about oh, it goes higher and it's more playable and all this yeah, garbage. I, I struggle with that in iron fittings and stuff too. Because I mean, the longest iron isn't necessarily the best one, especially if it doesn't stop. Yeah. 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 It's how it gets there. Yeah. 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 And it, it's less of an issue in the hybrids because usually the hybrid is the hope I get close to the green club, yeah. not right. the <laughs> I'm trying to get it into this pin. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. 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 So you can get away with a little bit more. So, but we are aggressive and we're trying to be kind of high performance, maximum speed we can get. You know, we're spending lots of energy and energy on fastest speeds possible. Our loss are right there with, you know, some of the strongest, I would say, in the hybrids, but they're very playable. You know, and, and the goal always is we don't want to just hit bullets. We want to be playable. Right. Yeah. And one of the things I think that we, we talk with people a little about is 
the way golfers visualize product flight-wise and what you see in terms of numbers on the screen. Yeah. Now that we can see a lot of numbers, people, oh, yeah, that's better and whatever. I said, well, it's interesting because a lot of times when you see a club and you see a shot going out, right, if you see a shot going out that's like this and one's a little faster but they're the same look going out, right. you don't think same. one's low. No. Now, if you look on the screen, you might say, oh, the launch angle is low and the spin's low. But if you look like this, they may not be noticeably lower. Right. And we've seen that and said, hey, we're okay with that performance because if people see it and it and on the course, it looks like they can get it up like they want, we're fine with that. But we are on the aggressive side. And Cobra has a long history of that. Uh, one of the things I laugh about with, with people often is, you know, strong lofted irons. And we, we talk more about what the irons said. But King Cobra the King, King Cobra irons one. was 43 degrees in 1994. Yeah, that was a huge thing. 1994. Yeah. It worked really well for a couple of years. Too. It was great. Yeah, it was the number one selling iron for a while. Number one iron. And it's, I say why, you know, probably the, the majority of the reason why uh, Titleist ended up buying Cobra at that point. Exactly. Because they had this, the iron was selling. Actually, some of the guys, one of the guys from... Uh, um, from the, the company came in and asked me about it because we were in, in Stanford at the time. And, you know, what do you think of Cobra as a company? And I was like, well, it's just got a strong iron. Right. Uh, there's really not a lot of technology in there, but it's <laughs> selling like crazy. And it did. But, my, yeah. my, my very first set was a set of Cobra, King Cobra irons from, from Dad, hand-me-downs, off, yeah. offset yeah. things. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a Baffler hybrid. And, yeah, I, I had the, the driver, the, the original drivers, the was it 370 one that yeah, got, yeah. got killed with mm -hmm. the trampoline face, all that right. kind of stuff. So that's good history of the Cobra. There was an awful lot of King Snakes sold at one point in time. Oh, that's right. That, that <laughs> might have been a number two model. It was. <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> um, let's jump into to Forge Tech before we wrap this up yeah. because yeah. It's, it is a different story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Tech that's Hybrid is something we've done the last couple of years. It actually came from the genesis of the King Oversize Hybrid. Uh, I think that was like 2015 or 16, right, Craig? Um, and that was a larger hybrid at the time, but it, the performance was hot. That was actually the first one that we did the PowerShell in. Okay. And it was a unique platform. We wanted to learn some technology. So we've been having a PowerShell hybrid in a long time. And when, when you have people hit any of those prior generations, like, ooh, those are hot, and they're really playable, and they're easy to hit. So it was a really good combination. Um, and we felt like it was a good spot in the market for us because it's not the smallest hybrid. You know, we call it a better player hybrid, like sort of like the player's distance category. Right. It's, it's not a very similar in profile to the, the regular one. Yeah, and it's it a good look a lot different, to be honest with you. It's I a, mean, it's a flat black finish, which looks nice. Yeah. Looks like it's carbon. Yeah, there is carbon on those. Yeah. Carbon, this carbon top, and this this is steel. Correct. Yeah. So it's got a little more technology. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's an well, it's also more expensive. A lot more you know, technology. Honestly, twenty bucks more is not that much considering you're putting a connector <laughs> in it and the carbon fiber stuff. It's way underpriced, yes. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the fitting. This is the real fitting tool. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So three movable weights. Our MyFly sleeve. Wow, three uh, movable. Weights. Great speed. You know, great performance off the face, and it's got got good forgiveness. You know, but we wouldn't call it the smallest tour players club. No. But we think it's a great spot for the middle of the market for that player's distance category. Yeah. And when you go around the office, our office in Carlsbad, almost everybody, even the, the best players, are playing one of those in their bag because it's just a great hot club and it really dialed in well. Right. I play, I play a hybrid 19 and a half degree. I love yeah. it. I play, hit it way more than I hit a fairway wood because it goes long and I hit it into greens and yep. hit it out of a lot of rough. So it's good. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it's a steal. I think it's the best, uh, best offering yeah. you know, from a price standpoint in the marketplace with that flexibility. Um, you know, especially when you know, you guys do a lot of great fitting, but it's also a great tool for you because now you can do some things. And I had some some fun with a few guys that came in from the media in the past, and one guy was a was a good player from England. You know, was a, a mini tour level player, 
I say, oh, every hobbit I hit, you know, they all go left. I said, oh, okay. So, give him the club and say, wow, that's the first. So, you know, you yeah, put but most hybrids really are draw bias. And, that, and that's mm -hmm. getting better. Right. I mean, the, the, the pro versions or whatever are definitely toning down. But for a long time when hybrids first came out, they were all heavily left biased. And that stigma carries over when we have people come in for fittings. And you've really just got to say, let's to give that up for a second. Let's hit something new that you've got some tech in. You can adjust, you know, weights in this case, face angles and shaft. You know, most people are getting a hybrid and they're getting it with a really soft golf shaft in it because they're intending to get it up in the air and you exactly. need to put something decent in That's it. That's getting better too. But when hybrids first came out, they were all super soft shafts because nobody really knows what to put in them. Right. Yeah. It's a new category. <laughs> yeah, what is this? It's 370. Noodles, right. Yeah. yeah. But you're all 370 now, right? Yes. For yes, a while yeah. there for you. Last right. holdouts of the 335 <laughs> and the hybrid. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we still got one of those out there. Oh, there's some advantages, right? Yeah. Tends to hit it higher. So it's a little slingier. Yeah, right? a little slingier, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I get it. I get it. Well, great. Well, let's get you back for one more and we'll do some irons in the next one. Perfect. Thanks, Tom. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers, Mark.